Welcome to Legends with Bevan Jones. Thanks to Anytime Fitness Glenelg and Bigfords Australia. the show we chat to past and present sports people, entertainment icons and those doing great things in the community and the Superloop Adelaide 500 kicks off tomorrow, super exciting and even more exciting is the fact that I get to chat to one of the new drivers for Matt Stone Racing, he's from Kelly Racing last year, he was the 2016 Dunlop Super Series, Super Series 2 winning driver as well, bit of a mouthful, Gary Jacobson, great to have you on Legends of Bevo mate. What an intro, Bevo, <laughs> you've got me pumped, I'm, like, I'm not going to drive the car to Saturday, like, I'm going to be pumped for three days now. Yeah, it's great to have you mate, um, yeah. so talk to us through um, how you ended up at Matt Stone Racing and, and how you enjoyed last year with uh, Kelly Racing. Oh mate, that's a long story how I got here. I suppose it's 13 years in the making. I uh, started racing go-karts when I was 13 and you go through all the categories you got to go through to get here. But uh, possibly, you know, my second year in the championships, my best chance yet to put in a good impression. Matt Stone Racing is an awesome team, you know. They've got that Red Bull Triple Eight support and they've got young drivers like me that are hungry. So yeah, good atmosphere, good culture. Uh, the boys are great and the girls in the office as well everybody's really hungry and it's a new fresh start so we're looking forward to it yeah. and you'll be driving the uh the Holden commodore uh, it's a beautiful car right next to us and the mm. number 35 that todd hazelwood did a great job of last year of course unfortunately yeah. he's moved teams now yeah. so you've got a fair bit to live up to um you're excited though about the challenge of uh, driving and this this great car the yellow and black we'll talk about that afterwards yeah. the richmond fair, richmond support but oh, yeah. um yeah don't get me started there richmond. yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hold that thought with that yeah. one uh but yeah this year um what, what excites you about it yeah look in terms of todd hazelwood we went toe to toe for years in super two so very familiar with racing against Todd and racing against Matt Stone Racing as well. Like uh, Super 2, I used to be in the Factory 4 team with Tickford, so I won the championship in 2016 and he won the championship in 2017. So yeah, familiar with racing with Todd and I sort of know the team walking up and down pit lane, shaking each other's hands after win wins and second places to one another. But uh, yeah, this year's just all about uh, learning the Holden, you know? Like Todd's still gonna be in a Holden at BJR this year, but uh, this is my first experience at racing a Holden and uh, actually could potentially be the last opportunity maybe in the light of yeah. the news that's come up recently. So yeah, very proud to represent the red flag. Yeah, it's obviously been a, um, an amazing history with the, with the Holden Commodore and it's, uh, it is very sad to, to hear that news this week. But um, let's talk about the amazing history though behind the Holden Commodore because, um, you know, South Australia Cup back in 2017, yeah. um, that sad news came out that they're no longer producing Holdens in South Australia and then we heard this week about no longer doing yeah. it around the world. Um, what does this mean to you and, uh, yeah, your Holden story, I guess? Yeah, look, it, Holden's been part of the supercar racing forever, you know, and that's just the racing aspect, you know. Anyone in your family's driven a Holden at some stage in their life. It's probably the first car some people have had and their first experience of getting out on the road and it's such a prestigious brand and anybody that knows Australian cars they, they think of Holden and Ford and things like that. So I think the racing will always continue and we're lucky to be able to be here, but I think the car and the people behind the brand that have been working there for years and years, I feel 
I feel a little bit sad for them. You know, you look at the pinnacle, like Mark Scaife, he was nearly in tears the other day just talking about how Holden might not be around anymore. So uh, I'm sure, you know, we'll live on and we'll learn about the industry as, as we keep working towards building cars in Australia. But uh, a bit of a sad time, yeah. Yeah, let's hope um, they can go out on a, on a winning note anyway uh, this, this weekend in yeah. Adelaide. And we'll finish with a bang. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, now, this is one thing I absolutely love, mate. Um, we love yeah. hearing interesting stories. Now, I went on YouTube the other day and found out that you're actually a bus driver. Yeah. And it's a family business that goes back to the 1953. Yeah. Um, talk to us through this and uh, what you love most about it. And do yeah. the kids get stuck into you when you have a bingle or oh, you yeah. finish last or something like that? Or... Oh, I think I'm the first ever supercar driver that went to Winton Motor Race way, raced a V8 supercar in the morning, got a phone call from Dad saying he had uh, some six staff members, they had reported a bit of a late one that they were a bit too crooked to drive the bus, raced back out, not raced or speeded or anything yeah, like that, yeah. but uh, drove back from Winton Motor Raceway to Shepparton where I'm from, picked up the kids in the afternoon once they finished school and took them home. So. I went from doing like 260 k's an hour in the supercar to taking kids home in 40k school zones. Bit of a different speed comparison, but uh, yeah, the local newspaper actually wrote about that one. It's been a bit of a laugh for a while. Uh, the kids are my, you know, they're probably my most loyal fans. Uh, they're the, my biggest critics as well. If I don't win the race, they do let me know about it. If I do happen to win a race, they're the first to give me a high five. Monday morning, you know, you come back. You travel uh, Sunday night on the red-eyed plane and you're waking up with the kids uh, driving them to school. It's an awesome, it's an awesome thing to do. I enjoy it and it's just something different to give up and down pit lane, right? So. No, nah, well done, mate. That's just so yeah. good. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. And um, now let's talk about it. Yellow and black. You've got this yellow and black yeah. on, your, on your side. You're a big hint of orange. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the grand final. You've got Richmond and then you've got the Giants. And you do. See, the yellow's above the Giants. So yeah, very, we very came good. on top, right? That's, that's very, very, very clever. You like the chimney in Adelaide. Yeah, you yeah. would know about this. West End chimney have uh, this year's Ooh. premiers, yeah. and then underneath it they have the uh, runner-up. So it's oh, a bit like that. I'm so learning as we you go. Learned, there yeah. you go. Um, so we were there last year for the grand final when the Tigers knocked off the Giants. Yeah, you were there. Yep. Yeah, it was an awesome experience. Uh, as an athlete that competes in sport, it's nice to see uh, as a, to be a fan every now and then and enjoy the you know the hundred thousand plus crowds that you get with AFL footy. Uh, Richmond's on a bit of a roll at the moment, so I'm going to try and not rub it into the people that don't vote for Richmond. It's nothing worse when you've got someone that's going for a team that's on top at the moment. But uh, maybe the Port Adelaide fans might be happy when we beat Adelaide. That'll, yes. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. That was a bit You're of payback. Poor, I was, because 2007 we lost by 119 oh, points, and all yeah. the Coast supporters love reminding us of that, so yeah. it was nice a You're couple welcome. of years. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah. We'll leave that one alone. Dangerous topic. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, now, uh, we all have a bit of banter, and yeah. I love speaking to sports stars and men yeah. and women and hearing some of the, the pranks that go on and uh, some yeah. of the practical jokes. Does this sort of stuff happen as well within the uh, motorsport side of yeah. things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly the training camps. So, in the off-season, uh, all your teammates, we all gather around and we go and travel somewhere, and go and do a bit of bike riding, a bit of gym, maybe a beer or two because it's the off-season. And, uh, oh, the latest prank would have been Chaz Mostert. Yeah, he, uh, when I was racing at Tickford for the Ford factory team, I found I was uh, trained all day, young whippet, really trying to prove myself in the new team. And I woke up with toothpaste in my eyes uh, and just a giggle, you know. And so I was on the top bunk and he'd gone, 
you know, he'd even gone through having just his phone and the torch and he had toothpaste already and he was just like wiping it across my eyelashes. And uh, it wasn't too funny at the time, but you laugh about it now. But uh, yeah, just stuff like that. Like um, I had Andre Heimgartner as a teammate last year at Cali Racing and he's uh, uh, what do you call it, vegan or do you call it plant-based diet? I haven't figured it out yet, but uh, we used to try and put a little bit of chicken in your salads and that. Oh, that's uh, we, we're like, oh, you're not plant-based anymore. Like, because he was so proud, like a year eating plant-based and we'd ruined it with a bit of Stitch chicken at the bottom of the salad. So You better watch out from him. I'll try and get you back yeah, on that yeah. one as well. Oh, so, what about tuna, Chad? you can fit the tuna in too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What about Chad, are you going to try and get him back for that? Or what's the oh, plan? Chaz. Yeah, oh, Chaz, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all... It's all heartless stuff. So you don't try and get him back on the track, but I'm sure there'll be a stage maybe behind the scenes. I'll, yes. I'll have to come up with a devious plan. Maybe someone can put it in the comments section below, give me some ideas. <laughs> Love that idea, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Now, obviously, Scotty McLaughlin's won the last two. He's going for three yeah. in a row. It's never been done before in supercar history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which other drivers are the ones to watch out for this year, Gary? Yeah, well, at the start of the year, it's so hard to pick, isn't it? Because you have a lot of drivers changing teams at the moment uh, new drivers coming in like rookies Bryce Fullwood who's just won Super 2 I'm sure he's high in confidence so I'm sure he'll be one to watch but in terms of race winning I think that you can't go past you know Red Bull and Team Penske like those are usually the, the guys that are going to be up the front so you got your Shane Jamie Winkup Scotty Mack Fabian Coulthard but you know even us you know we're, we're a smaller team but we're a proud team like there's no reason why we can't have a crack. You never know. Like, it's just the start of the year. So, if you looked at the other teams, I'd say Anton B. Pasquale. He's pretty good in that Erebus car. A lot of talk about whether he's going to go to Triple Eight, you know, once uh, Jamie might retire. Uh, but don't disregard us. The Jacobson number 35 car might be up the front. Yeah, know, fingers crossed, mate. Let's yeah, hope so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this year there's got a bit more night racing happening. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference uh, between the night and the day racing? Uh, learning, learning when to drink the coffee. <laughs> if you peak too soon, you know, like you find you'll have eight coffees in a day, you know. So uh, getting used to racing at night's the biggest thing because as a driver, you wake up so early in the morning for a 9am practice session and the day drags on till like 9pm. So for the drivers, it's just learning when to just to rev yourself up for the race. Um, but in terms of the night racing as a spectator point of view, like I watched Sydney Motorsport Park, I thought was pretty cool. I thought Perth last year was pretty cool. The liveries all changing and like the lights of the, the numbers and things like that, differences with the liveries, they, everything just looks more exciting. And I think when you're driving, you feel like you're going faster because you're not used to racing in the dark and the visibility is a little bit lower you're relying on the you know, you know the lights and everything like that. There was a few blind spots at Barbagallo where it was getting a bit dark and the headlights need to be improved. Um, but yeah, everything's faster. You're hitting curbs and you see sparks flying off the car in front of you. That sort of stuff's just cool. I think we need to do more of it. Gold Coast, the party town, you know. Yeah. They're not shy of uh, having a good time at night. So now we're just going to add cool. some race cars in Watch there. Watch your space. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it's great. It's a, it's a good move for the sport. We've got to mix things up, you know. AFL mix things up every now and then. I like watching that. Supercars, we need to mix things up too and just keep the spectators guessing, you know. I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. And uh, we spoke about this off air as well. Last year you drove the Tail and Bend track for the very first time. Yeah. How does the Tail and Bend track um, differ to the Adelaide Super 500 track? It's just fast and flowing. So traditionally when you go to tracks in Europe, I race, I think, three different tracks in Europe. Uh, 
Silverstone. I ra oh, raced at Barcelona or called Catalonia. Uh, and I also raced at Zandvoort in the Netherlands. You go over there, all the tracks are really fast and wide open. So uh, I think uh, Taylor and Ben's taken a bit of an approach of what everybody's doing overseas and trying to apply that standard in Australia, which is awesome. You know, great facilities as well when you talk about the track, but also the facilities are just Formula One standard, you know. So uh, really fast flowing track, high speed, different gear ratios in the car. So the car's a little bit lazier off the corner, but the top end speeds are really quick. Um, the engineers, you know, we, we've just come from Tail and Bend where we have a, a really stiff car that can go across those long corners really well. So now we're going to Adelaide where we're going to try and have a soft car and make sure it goes over the curbs and the, the, all the corners are nice and tight, tight and twisty. The, the, the braking areas are all bumpy from road cars just driving to work every day in the mornings, you know. So um, it's, it's a one to rack your brain as a driver because you go yeah. from that track, you've got to drive like smooth and sort of you know just let the car flow to a track like Adelaide where it's a bit more about finessing the car and grabbing it by the scruff of the neck wrestling it away from the concrete wall and and uh, yeah it's differences but it's good for the sport to have the unique similarities yeah, yeah absolutely and, and that difference as well and like you said before that's yeah. what the talent the talented drivers have to deal with don't they those different sorts yeah. of tracks yeah well so. you get judged a lot on the driver when it's raining or when you're at a street circuit so uh, I, I've had some good success here in Super 2. I'm still looking at bettering myself in the main game level because it's a big jump from Super 2. But, uh, you know, you drive behind guys like uh, Jamie Winkup or Shane. They've been here for I don't know how many years, man. But you, they just go that little bit closer to the wall everywhere and it's just a tenth of a second here or there. It's pretty cool. Well, you're only 27 years old, mate, so you've got a long way to go yeah, still, right. so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just finally... Not at the end of my tether, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And just finally, I heard that you love your Speedway, and uh, what other outside interests do you have as well as the, um, the AFL? Yeah, yeah, uh, Speedway's cool. I think uh, we need to appreciate all forms of motorsport, right? You can turn up to the track, you can, you can have a beer on the sidelines, you can uh, watch the cars flicking dirt onto the spectators. <laughs> it's pretty different and unique, but Speedway, I raced uh, six races in the sprint car, so you're jumping out of a car that's, you know, 650 horsepower to a sprint car that's on dirt, uh, you know, less grip, uh, 900 horsepower, they're lighter. It's quite a handful. So um, there's a lot of good drivers out there in Speedway as well. You know, you think in supercars, it's the pinnacle of Australian motorsport. It is, it's got its place, but sprint car drivers in Australia are pretty good too. Yeah, and, and the interest in AFL, where's that stem from? Is that from just being a Shet boy? Or? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I think the... I think uh, the game's unique. Um, like I like lots of different sports. I went to watch uh, football, like they call it in the UK. I went and saw Liverpool, who's on a bit of a winning streak at the moment. No one can stop them. Uh, when I went and did a bit of driver training with Rob Wilson, the guy that trains Formula One drivers. Oh, cool. So I went up there and appreciated what their football's like. Um, for me in Australia, I think to have our own version of football is pretty cool. You know, I think it gives us a bit of identity. Um, but yeah. I enjoy all sports. I think just seeing athletes, um, how they prepare and how they train and how they compete in the big moments with you know passionate Australian supporters is cool. Yeah. A bit like supercars as well, mate. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's nothing better when you've got yeah. we're, we're on the you know behind us. We've got the pit lane and you've got all the crowd watching you on the on the stands. There, it's, it's a great spectacle at Adelaide. No, it's super cool. So yeah. Um, 
Well, Gary, thanks so much for joining us today on Legends with Bevo, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, thank yeah. you to Julie, to Matt Stone Racing, and uh, to Al as well, and the, and the crew for, for letting us uh, be able to chat to you. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure, mate. Oh, and, um, and all the very best uh, this weekend uh, in Adelaide and as well going forward for the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, thanks. thanks to Jeff for filming for us again, and uh, yeah, we'll forward to speaking in Zoom, mate. Awesome. Thanks for watching, and uh, make sure you give me a cheer if you see me anywhere at any racetrack. Come and say hello. It'd be great to see the, the spectators of this show. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. See you guys, take care.